This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you are listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy! I'm scared. What are you scared of? Stupid people. Well, are you scared of yourself? I feel like there's more stupid people around at the moment. Girl. We're going through the emotions right now and I'm learning so much. The stupidosity is crazy. The stupidosity is wild. The stupendulations. Girl. You sound less stupid right now. I am intelligent occasional. Girl. That's yeah. how stupid everyone else is. What, what makes you say there's like stupid people? Okay, clearly we're just being weird. But hello, everyone. Yes, welcome to hello. the New Don't Love Me podcast. You know what this is. Let's not all like brand new. What is it about stupid people, did you say? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, I'm feeling animosity. Ooh. And I feel like I'm being compartmentalized into people's narrow perception boxes of who they think I am. Yeah. And they are judging me by that. And I'm like, stop it. You know? This bitch came straight onto this podcast episode and, and chose, chose violence. violence. <laughs> <laughs> this one's like, babe, never choose violence. Babe, never do this. Babe, be good. Violence is never the answer. But you know what we want? We just want you to sing us into the podcast. We want gay rights, fast and nasty. Always. Yeah. Okay, so last time I sang this song, I was a little bit underprepared. As an artist, I like to be prepared. And I felt like you pushed me into doing something that I, did. I didn't want to. So You clearly didn't want to do it. You need to think about that. And I need to sing this again. Pop up. Oh, wait, what is it? Tell everyone what is it and tell what is it about. The stuff. song is called Tagia, which means... Um, Deceitfulness. Oh, like you know, you deceit, you deceit me. I feel deceit, babe. That's you, what the song is about. You just went, <laughs> you made, motherfucker. You basically said the song is about deceit, like you know, like deceit. You know when deceiting happens, like <laughs> the deceit. I told you. You just gave a definition by repeating the word three times to tell our listeners what it means. Stupid people, deceitful Am I deceiting you right now? I didn't say that. I'm not one of the stupid people. <laughs> and where's this song from? This song is from Coke Studio, season 14, which is a Pakistani uh, song collective, and they tend to uh, dig out 
sort of folk songs and put on a modern twist onto them. But this, I believe, is an original, and it's a twist on a classic form of singing, which is Gavali. Okay, what what is a Gavali? Gavali is um, it, it's like a style of singing. Mm-hmm. Often it can be religious. It's got its roots in Sufism, which is like the mystic form of Islam. Usually, you would have like um, a band of people. Uh, there's clapping involved, and you'd have a few lead, lead vocalists. You'd you'd have the harmonium. You'd have the dubline for in the form of drums. So it's like a music band that will sing a certain type of song. But uh, you know, it can also be entrenched in heartbreak and that type of stuff. So I tend to find that that I like ghazal and Gavali forms of singing. I'm really conscious that my voice is quiet today. Is it? I you, feel you, like you, it you're is. listening to the playback, so. Do you know what? We're going to do a quick sound check and we will be back. Okay. Okay, yeah, I think I'm a little bit better now. I'm happy now. I'm energized and focused. We're back in the building. Galvanized and ready. Well, galvanized and ready. Okay, so I'm singing to introduce today's episode, right? Just sing because you want to sing. <laughs> ਜਦੋਂ ਰਿਆ ਸਾਨੂ ਚਨ ਮਾਇਆ ਤੇਰੀ ਠੱਗੀਆਂ ਨੇ ਮਾਰਿਆ ਇੱਕ ਵਾਰੀ ਜਾਵੇ ਫਿਰ ਮੁੜ ਕੇ ਤੂੰ ਆਉਣਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਾਡੇ ਵੱਲ ਮਾਇਆ ਫਿਰ ਫੇਰਾ ਤੂੰ ਤੇ ਪਾਉਣਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਇੱਕ ਵਾਰੀ ਜਾਵੇ ਫਿਰ ਮੁੜ ਕੇ ਤੂੰ ਆਉਣਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋ ਸਾਡੇ ਵੱਲ ਮਾਇਆ ਫਿਰ ਫੇਰਾ ਤੂੰ ਤੇ ਪਾਉਣਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਕੋਲ ਬਹਿਣਾ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ दूर साथ रहना है तू लोक कोल बहना है तू दूर साथ रहना है तू कहंदे लोकी लाके तू तोड़ निभाना नहीं तेरे बारे खबराए पक्कीया ने मारया तेरे बारे खबराए पक्कीया ने मारया सानू चन माया तेरी ठगीया ने ਮਾਰਿਆ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਚਨ ਮਾਇਆ ਤੇਰੀ ਠੱਗੀਆਂ ਨੇ ਮਾਰਿਆ ਵੂ ਐਂਡ ਦਾ ਕਰਾਊਡ ਗੋਸ ਵਾਜ ਯੂ ਡਿਡ ਅ ਰੀਲੀ ਗੁੱਡ ਜੌਬ ਥੇਰ ਆਈ ਡਿਡ ਆਈ ਡਿਡ ਆਈ ਫੈਲਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਦਾ ਡਾਰਕਨੈਸ ਆਫ ਇਟ ਦਾ ਓਨਕੋਲ ਵਾਸ ਡੈਫੀਨਿਟਲੀ ਲੌਂਗਰ ਥੈਨ ਦਾ ਐਕਚੁਅਲ ਪਰਫਾਰਮੈਂਸ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਫੀਲਿੰਗ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਕੁਡ ਸੀ ਥਿਸ ਹੀ ਵਾਸ ਰੀਲੀ ਫੀਲਿੰਗ ਹਿਮਸੈਲਫ ਆਈ ਵਾਸ ਹੀ ਵਾਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਆਈਵ ਗੋਟ ਥਿਸ ਯਾ ਆਈ ਫੈਲਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਦਾ ਗੋਥ ਐਂਟਰਡ ਥੇਰ ਵਾਸ ਐਨ ਐਨਰਜੀ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਰੂਮ ਥੇਰ ਵਾਸ ਦਾ ਐਨਰਜੀਸ਼ਨਲਾਈਜੇਸ਼ਨ ਦਾ ਸਟੂਪਿਡਿਟੀ ਆਫ ਮਾਈ ਕ੍ਰਿਸਟਲਸ ਆਈ ਐਮ ਯਾ any hoes will be as high how are you how's your life by the way good good actually yeah good are you woke and I'm, i'm feeling happier yes. in life i feel like life's going well i feel like i'm just honestly it's weird i feel like genuinely something switching in me where i'm just focusing on me and like things are always going on around me but they're just going on around me Yeah. You know when other people are just getting on with their lives, I'm getting on with my life and I'm not concerned with other people. And do you think Is that weird? Like I'm just not concerned with what other people are doing as much anymore. That's amazing. Do you feel the reason why you feel like that is because 
you broke up with me recently. Oh my God. Go on. Let's talk about this. I have it on good account that you broke up with me. And yes, where did this happen? It happened in my dream. I was dreaming and you were yourself, but also slash a younger white person. So is... Was it me? Are you dreaming of a white person? I see you as white, I suppose. Wow. Are you dreaming of young my, white people? According to my subconscious. Piece of shit. My subconscious. Go on. So yeah, maybe that's why you're really happy because you've been cheating on me, you bastard. Yeah, I'm so happy. In my dreams. I just did it. I broke up with you in, my, in your dreams. I turned younger and I turned whiter and I feel so good. <laughs> wow. Well, girl, you wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> you best interpret my trashy you know dreams. I know how I'm actually kicking my legs right now. Like, ah, ha, 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 ha. But yeah, no good. You do seem happier. Good for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Like, weights have been lifted off me and I feel like I'm just seeing so much more clearly now. I think the guiding force for us too is the light. Yeah, always. I think there is money to be made in uh, perceivably, perceivably being stuck in a rut and making your circumstances your claim to fame and your personality. There's more money to be made. Did you yeah, say? there's money to oh, be right, made yeah, in yeah. that. Yeah, of course there is. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I have had a traumatic past mm-hmm. and people are interested in hearing about it and they, they provide a new remuneration for mm-hmm. it. Don't get me wrong. The reason why I decide to talk about that is in order to um, give an element of visibility and representation. Mm. However, it's not my be all and end all. Oh no! Do you know it, what I mean? It, the core of me, be. yeah, the core of me is something very different, very else, and I want to continue to move away from my dark past and look towards the light and pursue pursue happiness. Same, and like you know, that's the goal. I feel like I'm getting closer to that. I'm happy right now, which is, I don't say that. And then I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to the ultimate happiness. And like, that's the thing. Like, it's so, so easy to be stuck into the darkness and the rut of it. And obviously you have ups and downs. We'll have more downs. Do you know what I mean? It happens. But I mean, as an overall, it's very easy. But then you've got to ask yourself, what, what am I doing? There was this Bollywood actress, come politician, and I saw her interview a few years ago. She's passed away now. And they said, to, and she said, she said, after all, what is the purpose of life? She said, to pursue happiness. And I thought it was very profound because she looked like, you know, she was wearing a simple sari, looked like your classic Indian auntie kind of thing. But what she spoke was pure wisdom. And that has stuck with me. I was like, oh my gosh, if I make my life, my life's purpose to pursue happiness, honestly, it just, it's changed everything it for does, me. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, do you like, oh, did this make me happy? No. Don't do it. Does this make me happy? Yes. And also, you start to actually um, rewire your brain in a, in mm. a way because you rewire your brain to chase the happiness and accept the happiness. And anyone that brings negativity in your life, you sense it really quickly and you are able to stop it in its tracks like pretty much immediately. By stopping it in its tracks, I don't mean stopping the person being in your life. Yeah. I mean stopping your mind spinning out. Yeah. And- so you're able to stop your mind spinning out in a way and you're like, oh, okay. And then you just get on with you and your life because you're chasing your happiness. Whereas I feel like uh, there's a lot of people that are not really chasing happiness. They're chasing a dopamine hit. They're chasing a moment. They're chasing a bit of glory. They're, they're chasing people knowing who they are. You know, yeah. they're chasing that that thing. And I'm like, I'm truly just chasing my own happiness. And I, wow, so you think you're better than us? No. Well, do you know what? <laughs> if that's your, If that's everyone's perception... 
if everyone's perception is I that you think that I think I'm better than you, that's a you problem. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. I think for me, there are a lot of people out there who are hurt or, you know, they have a, uh, you know, the halo's broken, so to speak. Um, but I think in order to protect one's ego, mm. they would sooner tear everybody down around them. Oh, I know. Then actually deal with the root cause of their issues, which is why I started off with the episode with, you know, talking about haters and stuff, because I have, exp- I have experienced that, shall we say, recently. It, and you know what? And it's just, and, and the thing is, as you get older, you know what to look out for and um, you know more of what you don't want. And so it's easier to spot it as you grow older. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I've, we've been down this road. And you notice it I'm pretty not immediately. anymore. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> and when you've experienced it growing up from your own family. Yes. Then it's like, oh, I see you. I see what you're doing and it's not for me. And just, no. No. And so today's episode, <laughs> I actually provided you with a good segue, but you didn't take uh, the, the Bollywood cues. bit. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Speaking of Bollywood go. actresses. There we oh go. See there how, we go. See oh, wow. Now. Seamless. So effortless, and bro. Speaking of Bollywood actresses, we are talking about someone. Well, what we're really doing is I've grown to like, love this person, obviously, because I, because it's you, isn't it? Yeah. And like, I want to approach this in a way where I'm, I'm learning about her. Okay. And you're going to teach me. Okay. Is that, is that okay? So this is actually not a podcast episode. This is a sermon. <laughs> about who? This is an episode dedicated to arguably one of the greatest Indian uh, female actors to have graced the celluloid screen. And, well, pretty much everywhere now. Streaming platforms, TV, film, you name it. What's her name? Her name is Madhuri. Uh, Madhuri Dixit, and she is a A-list celebrity star actor uh, based in India, in Bollywood. Now, like, you told me who she is. How big is she? For those that maybe don't know who she is, how how can you, for our, let's say, non-Bollywood watchers and listeners, how can you describe to them how big this woman is? is in terms of celebrity power, influence, and talent. Tom Cruise. Why Tom Cruise? Hands down Tom Cruise. And I'll tell you the reason why. Because we do live in a male-dominated society, and men get the bigger remuneration, and yada, yada, yada. And they tend to uh, have the bigger spread. They have the bigger piece of the pie, right? When Madhuri Dixit's films would come out, like she did a film called Raja, which means king. Mm-hmm. And people started calling the film Rani, which means queen. Wow. Oh, that is, sorry. She Whoa. Did a, she did a, a film. Powerful. She did another film called Beta, which means son. And people started calling that film Beti, which means daughter, because of her impact. Wow. So in that way, there's actually no female comparison that you can make. Because uh, Indian society patronized her by making her the alpha individual. And I know this is, you know, all the woke narrative aside, what I'm trying to say is they were offering her the top spot. So that is why I say Tom Cruise, because Tom Cruise is somebody who has been on the top of his game since the 80s. 
And interestingly, Madhuri Dixit's career did also start in the 80s. I have to say his surname carefully because people might think that it's a swear and that's a really tired old joke, which I don't How feel. exactly do you I don't pronounce wish to entertain. Name? Uh, so it's Dixit. Dixit. So Madhuri Dixit. D-I-X-I-T is her surname, but her first name is Madhuri. So Tom Cruise. What I like about that, actually, um, is the fact that it's, you can't compare it to a female and, you know, unfortunately... You know, it's a male-dominated society, which still needs to change. But, like, would you say she's sort of broken that mold, that, you know, that patriarchy? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, Tom Cruise can do a solo film. I'm going to use, like, weird, uh, like, (laughs) industry-ish terms, which are not technical terms. But, you know, Tom Cruise does solo hero films. Mm -hmm. He is not necessarily part of an ensemble cast. He, you know, you watch Mission Impossible for Tom Cruise. T. You watch Top Gun, you know it for Tom T, Cruise. Yeah. Exactly. So Madhuri Diksha is, is in the same vein. You know, you would watch a film for her. And people have been doing that since the 90s. You are people. Yeah, 100%. So it is her film. So um, that spot has traditionally been reserved for the male lead in Bollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have Akshay Kumar films. He's known as Kilari. Uh, you would have uh, films by Salman Khan. Salman Khan's a great example of it. Or even Shah Rukh Khan, but especially Salman Khan, solo hero. She's done films with Salman Khan and she's very much held her own. And um, she she has broken down that barrier. She well and truly has. She is willing to put the work in. Unbelievable work ethic. Yes, but also she is not willing to let her gender hold her back. Mm. You know? Uh, She is not willing to accept that um, she is only allowed to be feminine and pretty and then she has a shelf life. She is able to utilize her femininity, her beauty, to her advantage as part of her assets and it doesn't compromise her acting abilities i mm. sound very technical i know i do no no this is this is fab because what i'm what i'm getting from this is like you know it's like she oh, oh nothing ta- holds her back talent's crazy it's nothing like, holds it's her sort back. of like the world is like you are a female therefore you can only reach a certain level but she sort of laughs at that and goes, i'm gonna show you you are this and this will hold you back i'm gonna show you so instead of complaining about it mm-hmm. and be like, this is disgusting. What she did was like, I'm going to show you, which therefore makes the change, leads the change and changes it for the future. Yeah. And then when you're in a position of uh, authority or credibility, people are more willing to listen to you. And then you're able to influence the environment around you. And a classic Western example of that is Beyonce. Oh, 100%. You know, when Beyonce was doing Deja Vu and when she was doing uh, Lose My Breath, nobody like, People loved the music, but nobody cared. You know, it was kind of like, okay, great. You know, you're you're doing a great. You're what do doing you mean a, nobody cared? No, as in like she wasn't in the position to oh, make to changes get in, in like the politics and get involved. Yeah, in exactly. It. it was kind of like I would argue at that point, if she had started taking strong political stances, uh, the band would have been replaced. I absolutely agree. That's and what I mean by nobody cared. I, I agree. She was smart enough because people used to say to her. Oh, why is she not talking about the politics? Why is she not talking about this? Yeah. What she realized was the world would get the fuck rid of her. And then what? And then what's she going to do? She got herself in a position where she's so untouchable that, you know, there's more, her and Jay-Z have more bodyguards than the president. Yeah. And she's so untouchable 
that now she's one of the sort of guiding and leading forces of like the Black Lives Matter movement and like, you know, politics runs, runs through her music now. Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Black Lives Matter movement, but then also in terms of what it means to be, um, I, I'm not a big fan of the term, but African-American. Yeah. And female. I, yeah, exactly. Because in my opinion, I'm like, Americans are Americans, or you can say black American. But then oh, I do understand the significance of African-American as well, actually, because um, she is somebody, and she's probably the first artist that I've truly seen doing it, is whereby she embraces her American heritage, yeah. but she is acutely aware of her African ancestry. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a very unique concept. But that's why I think you really love the sort of visual stuff she does. And so, so with because that, that embraces everything and it's her power. Exactly. And so with that, she almost becomes like a North Star. Yeah. It, so you're like, an okay, you can't reach what does it. it. Yeah. It's like, what does it mean to be a person of a particular community? You can, there's a lot to learn with what she does and you know um black is king is phenomenal wow you can yeah. you can see i mean that for me is bollywood tier the way yes, that's layered yes. is bollywood tier and when i watch stuff now since being with you and getting into bollywood more and more and especially recently with yeah the film and fame game and cock studio season 14 and all this stuff going on i remember turning i was sitting in bed watching something I, I turned to you and i was like almost emotional because i was like oh my god it's gonna be re- it, Everything's going to be so difficult now because it's going to be compared to this. Yes. It's going to be compared to Bollywood. Mm. And then I start to understand why we sat in the cinema before and you're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Because it's really hard to touch how incredible it is. And watching, you know, uh, Madri on, you know, the, the fame game, just on everything. It just clicked in my head. I was like, her talent is unreachable. It's untouchable. Everything mm. she does, like what really impressed me about her is her facial expressions. Yes. It's magic. Yes. It's actual fucking magic. It gives you chills. That's how good she is. When she dances, when she moves, when it is like she is able to connect with an audience. And that is so magical. You can have some people out there that are great at choreography, great at everything, great at faking it, bro. But she's the real fucking deal. She truly connects with her audience like if she sat there and said i want to make my audience cry with this number she will make you cry yes i want to make them smile and laugh she'll make them smile i want to i want my audience to think about their past and their future she will do that that is how good she is and i've only got a taste of that so i really cannot wait to get into maybe have a little break now get into the deep dive of where it started with you yeah and where absolutely. it went so let's take a little short break yes we're going to take a little break and i will Come back to you with more Madhuri Dixit facts and also talk to you a little bit about how she inspired me to become an entertainer in a bit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. I just want to apologize to the audience. Prior to going on break, I said 
in a bit. <laughs> and I realize now that that is a dated term, which some might find triggering. Is that how it usually works? When I things, have no idea. When things get too old, does it just trigger people? Honestly, I think you or should. Or do I just sound I stupid? I think what you do is you've apologized and you don't apologize at the same time. So you've covered all bases. Okay, yeah. Do you know what? I'm really not sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'll keep both of them in, in the final go. cut. There we go. And then Done. If anyone ever tries to come for us, we're we'll like, well. Signed, sealed, and delivered. We covered everything. Yeah. So let's get into this because there's a lot <laughs> to talk about. Yes. I want to know when she, Madri, first entered your life. The first time I knew of Madhuri Diksha, I mean, I knew of the songs and I knew her face, but I didn't know who she was. But the first real exposure I had to her was uh, in 2002 in the film Devdas. And I did not know what the name of the film was. I didn't know anything. I just remember watching Be For You music channel and I just saw a tiny clip of the song called Gahe Cher Cher Mohe. And it was just a little, little dance, like the last five seconds of this music video and or, or of this fi- song from the film. And I was like, oh my gosh, who on earth is this person? What is this? And I just became infatuated and obsessed. And then it really started from there. Oh, wow. So how old were you then? I was 12 years old. And from then, how, how did the obsession continue? What did you do? Did you go and watch her lords? Did you copy her answer moves? What happened from there? Well, it's interesting because when I saw that film that was her last film that she did until 2007 and during that time she had her children she moved to america so during this gap of her not doing anything is actually when i kind of reverse discovered her so i saw the glass i was obsessed with it i saw her performing on um stages and her stage performances and her dance performances and who the her choreographers were um what her style is, how she does her expressions, how she's known for it, um, her background in classic Indian dancing. And I just became absolutely obsessed. But I think I also became very inspired because she, her, as an entertainer, her smile is known as a million watt smile. It's all, that's all what it's always been referred to. There is something about her that, and you have experienced this, is that the minute she comes on screen, you can't help but smile. Ooh, do you know when you said that, even when you say that and you picture it, you get goosebumps. You smile. Don't you? You exactly. Get goosebumps as well, you do. Like, and there is something about that. And, you know, having had the traumatic past that I had and the tough childhood that I had, she was somebody who would pull me out of it to the point where I would say that if I had not been exposed to her or someone like her i don't know whether i'd be here yeah and you know i know it's like a classic michael jackson thing like oh my god i love you save my life but genuinely no, i i know i know you yeah and i and she's a huge inspiration watching her now i'm like oh this is where you got the dance move from this is where you get the facial expression all <laughs> you picked up so many nuances you studied yeah her. you are like it's not obsession no it's and- such admiration and inspiration. Yes, she's incredibly inspiring. I'm not somebody who wants to copy her and emulate her, you know, on stages. I don't even think I've ever danced to one of her songs. It's the artist that I'm really um, inspired by. But yeah, so her facial expression. So that's how my sort of obsession came about. And then I started watching some of her older films that I'd heard of, like Dil To Pagal Hai, Beta, um, Del... Uh, and don't get me wrong some films 
I mean, these are some of her biggest biggest hits, and one of the biggest hits of Indian cinema of all time was was her film Hamavke Hagon in 1994. But I think more than her films, I love the songs. I love the expression. I love the dance. Um, and I love the famous scenes. I mean, Dev Dance is my favorite film of all time. I have seen it literally hundreds of times. It's a classic. Um, and I love the dialogues. I love her dialogue de- delivery. But honestly, this is quite an unpopular opinion because she was an 80s and 90s actor. Re- the reality is that she's still an actor. She still yeah. works and she probably works just as hard. Um, but, you know, people get nostalgic. Yeah. And so she plays on that, you know, in her stage performances, <laughs> she will do a medley of that, of those songs, etc. But I actually I prefer, not prefer, but I, I like a lot of her recent work. Yeah. I absolutely loved Dedishkia where she played the subtlest lesbian but it was so <laughs> it was so cleverly done at a time when it was illegal to be gay in She's India. She's so good. You know, she she did Dedishkia, um she did Kolab Gang which in which she played a gangster um, that was against uh female violence. What contrast all these things are that she plays. Yes, yeah yeah yeah, very very different. And then in recent times uh, she's done uh, Kalank she did Bucket List, which was her first first Marathi film. So she's multilingual. Uh, and then she did The Fame Game. And I know you compared her to Tom Cruise in terms of stardom. Yes. But I think she has way more range. Tom Cruise doesn't... Tom Cruise has the star power, but his range... Yeah. So I haven't seen it. Tom Cruise is an action hero. Yeah. So when I com- do the comparison with Tom Cruise, I mean it in terms of star power. Yeah. Don't necessarily mean it in terms of sort of acting style or... Um, Range. See, you wouldn't compare her to anyone in terms of um, acting style and range. You'd compare other people to her. She's yeah. that. She's the, the the marker, isn't she? So people used to say um, she's the Meryl Streep of of acting. What would you say? But like, but then they would also say that you are the female Amitabh Bachchan. Now, for people who don't know who Amitabh Bachchan is, he is uh, he has been an actor for the longest time. I mean. Hindi cinema has been going on for about 110 years and he's been acting for about, I don't know, 60, 70 years or something. So he's been there yeah. for the majority of the <laughs> time, the industry. Since the dawn of day. Exactly. <laughs> and so she, and, and Amitabh Bachchan is, you know, one of the biggest actors, one of the male actors. He was the angry young man. He was the blueprint for so many super uh, superstars these days. And people would say that she's a female version of him. Um, when she was in her 30s. Wow. And he was in his 60s. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, so that was a comparison. Sorry, I don't know if that answers your no, question. No, no, I've got so many questions. I, I would no way we're going to get through them. Okay, okay. Because there's so much to talk about with her, isn't Yes, there? yeah. Well, one thing that I will say is when it comes, it, you, you mentioned an interesting point in terms of Tom Cruise and his style of acting or, you know, his genre that he excels in. With Madhuri Dixit, there was this one... Uh, film director called Mahesh, but who, do you remember that film that we recently watched called Gangubai? Oh, how can I forget? So the girl who's the actor, it's her father in okay. real life. He's he's a very big film director. He said that Madhuri Dixit is one of those actors whose talent is inextinguishable and it's, mm. it's inexhaustible. He says, they, he says Bollywood doesn't have enough to offer to her. Wow. Which if you l- look at it, in a way, it's true. Because well, she blows every role out of the water above and beyond. Yeah, and what she's done on streaming platforms. So the streaming platforms have done very well in India, particularly for uh, women, because it is 
managed to give the female actors a, a, a bigger range uh, of roles to play. When it comes to films, you can tell a story in maybe two hours yeah. max. And there's a set expectation in order to hit certain financial milestones. Whereas on streaming platforms, you have the liberty to do a lot more. So I think, excuse me. So I think given the fact that she has given such a performance in the fame game, at, you know, frankly, at a later stage in her career, just goes to show as to how in, inextinguishable her, her talent is. Because at this stage, many would relegate to you know the usual tricks that they know or they just would not do it period do you know what it, does that mm. make sense oh yeah that makes so it's like I, so now I, I have such hope because i look at the fame game and i'm like gosh what is she going to do next and that in itself is inspiring because it encourages you to keep going it does encourage you to keep going the age is doesn't matter nothing that's matters. what she used to she say age is just going a number. and like now she's, I feel like she's just having the time of her life, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. She's living her dreams and she's just loving it and enjoying it so much, you know? And she's done so many incredible things. You know, what would you say are the standout things in general that she's done, but the standout things for you as well? I think the standout things that she's done are her performances in terms of her songs. So in Bollywood, the way it works is you have a playback singer and then the actor would dance to that song, um, which would be choreographed by a choreographer and you would lip sync it. That's the standard yeah. format. But it, it there's a huge dependence on how well the performer can dance, emulate and bre really bring the song to yeah, life. Yeah, it's not a lip sync for your life scenario. No, it's not a lip sync it's, for It's your life. a perform like you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's emoting on a whole different sort of level, mm. I suppose. It's acting. Yeah, it's acting. Yeah, exactly. It's acting. So that is what she's known for doing very, very well. So if you look at her songs, like Janne Ke Khet Mein, Aaj Kal Hai, Laga, Maar Dala, Dola Re Dola, and so on and so forth. She's known for that. So that is something that she has done extremely well. On a personal level, what I love about her is how she's able to carry herself in the public space. I oh, wow. absolutely love that. She is somebody who's remained relatively free from controversy uh, despite so many things happening around her. She mm. has an aura and she commands a level of respect. And I think that can be quite difficult to do. You know, through my drag, I tend to find I sway between, oh my gosh, you're amazing to don't think you're all that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think to myself, okay, well, how do I navigate this tightrope mm. so that I can just carry on being true to myself and do well? Do you know what I mean? No, I don't want to be dragged true. down, but I'm obviously not going to get caught up in any sort of hype that ever comes my way because oh, it's transient. Never believe the hype. It's, tr it's transient. So I think that's what I love I love about her. But then also I think the, the other thing that I really admire is um, her longevity, how she's kept going and her ability to emote and be able to invoke um, uh an emotion so so well you know there's that scene in the fame game when she gets grabs a gun and she shoots and she says stay away from my children that, I, we screamed ooh. and that is classic 90s and i was like that is done so well do you know what i mean done so but then at the same time she can look gorgeous and glamorous and give a amazing dance performance she and i think both are her strengths so fucking good yeah <laughs> i mean hollywood can never i'm sorry like let's let's be honest mm. like she's so good like well she's never and, done and hollywood do you, well, 
but I think this is a, this is a misconception people to. have. Like people think like Hollywood's number one and Bollywood's number two or something. No, Bollywood is Bollywood. Do you know Bollywood what I mean? Bolly- well, and Hollywood it, is Hollywood. It's interesting you say that because a lot of the Hollywood film studios started setting up camp in India. So you have Fox Studios, you have Disney in India, you obviously have Netflix, uh, I believe Amazon. Uh, but before Netflix and Amazon, a lot of the other ones started yeah. setting up camp. And then you started seeing these bizarre-ish Bollywood films with like very Disney-like sensibilities. I think they even did a couple of animes. Fox definitely did. Um, and they tanked. They had massive, and I'm talking solid budget. Yeah. And they tanked. Uh, and it was it's that classic American thing of, well, what we know is best and that's how it's going to be. Uh-uh. And it just didn't work. And so they actually spoke to the producers and the studio houses there, like Dharma, for example. And they they produced um, the fame game, interestingly. And they said, look, it's not it's not the same thing. You know, I suppose it's a different heritage. It's a different culture. It's a different sensibility. So then they started doing hybrids whereby it would be the Western Hollywood studio. But, you know, the team on the ground was very much Indian. And then some films did well. And guess what? Some of the studios sold up or they've done complete um, mergers or collabs with other Indian studios. Because that's the only way <laughs> well, but that, that but, it can work. But but that's that's the thing. Like when you know people see when a Bollywood star goes to do Hollywood, like they're leveling up, they're stepping up. No, they're not stepping up. No, they just take it. They're just like, oh, let's try this. It's just another thing to do. Ishwari because Rai they don't have to. to. They really don't need it. No, they don't need to. Ishwari Rai used to say this. She used to say, "We're we're." I mean, what she used to say was, "We're travelers." She's like, "We're like, we're like traveler people. We're just actors, and we just act in different spaces, and then we go back." Which is why, like you know, Shreya Rai, she's done films in Hindi, which is obviously Bollywood. She's done it in South India, which is Tamil cinema. She's done uh, Bengali cinema in Calcutta. She's also done Hollywood. But at the same time, Shreya Rai rejected films with Will Smith and Brad Pitt because they just weren't appropriate. Ishwari Rai is Ishwari Rai. Yeah, Ishwari like, Rai is Ishwari Rai. I, I, but no, but still, Ishwari Rai, despite that, Ishwari Rai is Ishwari Rai. <laughs> and I but, love but we, that. But we know that. And it's crazy, like, it's just crazy how the world sees that area of the world. And yes. India and Bollywood and how they can perceive it. And like, oh, it's just a bit of glitz. And I'm like, no. oh, these lot are rich, rich. Like, these, <laughs> <laughs> these lot are untouchable. These lot are, the, the level of celebrity and poise with the celebrity, so th- do you know what I mean? They have such a poise, and you know, if you want a taste of the poise, um, look at what Shilpa was like in Big Brother. You know, she was like the way she carried herself mm. was unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? I mean, uh, Priyanka Chopra is somebody whose whole demeanor changes the minute the plane lands in India, and you know, <laughs> and I and I, I love it. I, I do love it. Like I, th- I absolutely absolutely love Priyanka Chopra as an actor. I think she's as an actor. She's I love phenomenal. As an actor, as an actor, she is a phenomenal. Um, That's what a lot of people say now. Do you know that? Yeah. You should be like, what's the opinion of Priyanka Chopra? As an actor, I love her. Yeah, as an Indian abroad, mm. <laughs> but uh, you know, um, <laughs> but you know, as an as an actor, I think she's phenomenal. And she used to say she had a very uncomfortable interview with Ellen. Oh, I know which one, Ellen DeGeneres. And I remember there was a scene where scene there, there was a moment where she was like, you know, Hollywood's great, is brilliant, and you know, she had signed up with C create the Creative Arts Agency that she's with. She had done a show with ABC. 
No, she was signed for a three-show deal with ABC. I don't know if it's still in place or not, which is why she did Quantico, which did three seasons. Yeah. She was like, great, great, great. My gosh, that put her on the map. She was on every billboard. Like, even billboards of her were up in Bradford. It was her moment. She said, nothing compares to what fandom is like in India. She says, it is on a whole other level. Like, uh, and, you know, she was talking about her route and how she, blah, blah, blah. And I sensed there was a kind of like, uh, okay, whatever then. And it's like, no, 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 no. She had just finished doing Bajra Mastani. Oh, seen that film. Oh, I my was like, God. oh no, love. They're on a, and I'm, it's not, the point is, one's not better than the other. The point is, there's no comparison. Yeah. Oh, Bajra Mastani? Like, like, do you know I what I mean? I breathe thinking about how breathtaking that film was. It's incredible. It is absolutely out of this world in terms of visuals in terms of acting in terms of dialogue in terms of story plot every little part of it the muse everything's so correct if you do not watch bollywood watch it and don't think okay i won't get it because i'm south asian hello i never watched bollywood before i met you yeah and, you, and, and you're I not read familiar the, with and the I, and i read the subtitles yeah yeah and i am still absolutely blown away because the times come like oh god we need a good bollywood in our lives do you know <laughs> what i mean because it's just on another fucking level right listen <laughs> and and that and that ties into Madhuri Dixit because she's always said that she you know in 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 her later career in recent years she has done films I mean she she did films with other female lead actors in the past as well but she did it recently I think in 2014 and her co-actor said yeah years ago I didn't want you know I did I refused to do a film with you because at the end, you get the guy and I don't. And I don't, you know, I, I didn't agree with that. I couldn't have done that at the height of my fame kind of thing. And she was like, I don't see it like that. She was like, I'm in, I'm in a lane of my own. I don't worry about any of that. Uh, you know, I'll work with anyone. I'm going to do my own job. And and you know, I go home, essentially. I guess you're inspired by that. And you? I'm very, very inspired by that. You know, sometimes... Uh, you know, if I do a drag show, people are like, you know, who's in the lineup and who's this and watch out for this person. I'm like, I don't care about any of that. Go there, do the best, do the job to the best of my abilities, go home. It it really doesn't matter. The rest of it doesn't matter at all. And I really, and I really admire, admire that in this, her, in, in the sense that she is her own competition. Yeah. And I think that's really, really important. You know, even with the show like RuPaul's Drag Race, where it is a competition, I get that there's a certain amount of sort of entertain. There's an entertainment value to it, which I get and I think is brilliant. But the ones who do well are the ones who are in competition with themselves. And the ones that you remember, the likes of Bianca's, the Bobs, yeah. they ain't scared of anyone. No, they, they they're like, in competition yeah, with cool. themselves. I'll help this little queen out because, <laughs> hello, yeah, no one does what I do. Yeah, I'm going to do my own thing, not get entangled in anything else, and that's it. Oh, yeah, like 100%. Mm. I want to really ask you, I think we should wrap this up. Yes. And honestly, we have not even got through half the questions. Oh, dear. Maybe a part two, if why, people want it. If people want it, let us know. Um, why do so many gay brown men connect with her? Because she has a huge fan base in, in that area. Yes, and this is something that is becoming more and more common knowledge. I remember when... In 2016, India legalized homosexuality, which I know sounds really archaic, but bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> Things are happening slowly. Um, Listen, Britain can't talk. Right yeah, now. her online dance academy, they put out a pro-LGBT sort of post and I could have cried because I was like, that's her company, that's her baby, that's openly endorsing it. And then, of course, in the fame game, oh. her son, uh, 
the character of her son is gay and she's been interviewed since then and she's like yeah you should be free to love who you are it's about what you do it's not about who you love and i thought that was very profound mm. because that is equality in its true sense be, oh, you yeah. know it's not about whether you're gay or not it's about whether you're a good person and mm -hmm. we have met some terrible gay people in our lives and it's not because <laughs> they're gay it's because they're terrible people exactly exactly um equality i think maybe the reason why people uh, connect with her is, is on different levels maybe some people are uh, you know some people uh, some gay people are attracted to her in terms of the literal song and dance routine yeah which there's nothing wrong with that i think that's brilliant uh, but then i also think that there are a, a group of people who are attracted to her strength and resilience and her resistance mm. and her triumph and success i think that is the way that generally speaking gay people gay men particularly and straight women connect she's such an escape as well isn't she yeah she she is and there is a huge element of escapism there as well but i think that in terms of i think it's that strong female lead that gay men are attracted to which is why gay men and uh, straight women get along so well because it's like oh we get it you know we get each other's struggles kind of thing so the female pop stars are you need to be good to your gays <laughs> <laughs> well do you know i i have a proper theory like every single time a celebrity doesn't look too great i'm like Teet. which gay did you piss off Teet, that's so true though come on and you know there's yeah there's some people that like <sighs> hold particular views and they look a certain way and i'm like yeah that'll do it <laughs> girl trust. that'll do it honestly like that that's the tea that's there, what would happen there's this really famous um careful what you say uh conservative uh, american celebrity and every week like she would look like quote-unquote chic polished but you could so <laughs> tell that there was some gay hairdresser having the time of his life going ha 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 yeah wear a side ponytail at 50 <laughs> they'll love it <laughs> do you know what i mean moral of the story and she'd look like a novice it was be so good good to your gaze yeah so to wrap up if yes. you could and you got me trying to be concise yeah just if you could summarize your fave mm. in like a few sentences a few words what would it be superstar inspiring talented um humble and tenacious love that mm. love what that. about you well how would you describe her sickening <laughs> oh, i don't know like that well i would describe her like do you know obviously people say oh talented no i think what you mean by talented is because there's so many talented people. Everyone's talented at something. What you mean by talented is when you open up a dictionary, you see her name next to the word talented. That's what you mean, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Like she, she, she is that bitch. She is goat. Like, like the way she's talented is like, you will see her name next to the dictionary. And people are like, oh, that's what talented is. She's a <laughs> reference point for talent. Yeah. She's well, a reference yeah. point for dance. She's yeah. a reference point for facial expression. A She's a reference point for acting. You know that. Well, well, you know for a fact people do it like her. A lot of Bollywood actresses are inspired by her. In the in 2000s, there was a film 
that release that was called I Want to Be Madhuri Dixit. And the main <laughs> lead, the female lead role would just emulate her dances. You can't be mad if you weren't, though. No, exactly. Like, and then there was, I remember there was this big, big actress who worked with this big, big director. And she did the scene when she was sat with a guitar. And she was like, yeah, the brief was to just try and emulate Madhuri Dixit. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I'm not Crazy. surprised. Though. I am not surprised. But I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. I think that was very healing. We started off very chaotic. As always. And, you know, we settled the dust with our beef with Priyanka Chopra. Spoke about <laughs> Madhuri. I love how you're summarizing the episode. And uh, I had a great time. If you were offended, we're sorry. Um, but I would argue our job is done, if that's the case. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do let us know. Give us a great review. Shout about it. And if you would like a part two, then definitely shout more and we will uh, get back to and you. And also a song request for Armory DM at you Love Me Boys on Instagram for song requests. Yeah, decent ones, not crappy ones. <laughs> Anything by Madhuri Dixit, I'll try and say. There we go. There we go. We love you, but you don't love me. I am good. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. For all the latest happenings, you can follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. That is at You Don't Love Me Boys. <laughs> <laughs>